So let us just uh, come before God in a word of prayer. Let us just ask for the Holy Spirit to be upon us now so that we may understand God's leading in the Holy, his holy word, the Bible, for our lives. A gracious, loving God, may your Holy Spirit be upon us. May your Holy Spirit open our minds and our hearts to your word, your word for our lives. May it be true for us, as it were for so many believers throughout the years. May our spiritual identity be found in you, our Lord. We ask this in your holy name. Amen. We're now in our last week of our series called Who Am I? A question about our identity, who we are, who we truly are. Over the weeks, we've looked at what it means that when we look at ourselves, when we look at who we are, when we ask that question, who am I in this world? What is my identity? We really need to focus ourselves and see us as God sees us, as God sees us as an individual. That's how we focused in our first week. In the, in the next two weeks, we explored our personality and our character, and we looked at those of how we're individual and unique, but how we are beautifully and wonderfully made. Last week, I explored with us some of the spiritual, some of the, the biblical truths, the promises of God about our identity. And this week, this week, I want to explore with you your spiritual identity. We're going to look at a number of, of passages where we actually have a look at the gifts of the Spirit. Now, I don't want to actually go into what each of the gifts of the Spirit are, but I want us to have a, an overall view of what that means for us and what that means for our identity. Now, there are a number of different lists of the gifts of the Spirit. And, and the first of these, actually, and I'm going to jump straight into the Bible straight away. The first of these come from 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10. I'm going to put it up on the screen for it. But I just want to share with you uh, and for you to absorb this. To one person, the Spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else, the same Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or whether another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknowing languages while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. See, this is the list given in in 1 Corinthians, of the gifts of the Spirit that really focus on the manifestation and the speaking gifts. So the gifts that come out in word and in action. I said there was more than one set of lists, and I want to just jump to Ephesians. So we're going to jump to Ephesians 4, just so we can kind of get our breadth and overview of this. And then we're going to kind of delve into them a little bit more deeply. So Ephesians 4, verses 7 through to 13. However, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. 
That is why the scripture says, when he ascended to the heights, he led the crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. And the same one who descended is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do the work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord and measure up to the full and complete standard of Christ. See, this, this is our functional gifts of the Spirit, the gifts for the church, and functioning and ordering of the church. And, and we, we, we see that played out in individuals and people. 1 Peter 4 then has this. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself was speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Well, do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. So this is, this is not necessarily speaking about what the gifts are, but how we actually use the gift of the Spirit. And finally, I just want to just flip us into Romans. Romans 12, verse 6 and 8. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy... Speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. See, so when we look at this, there's a big list, a list of all these different gifts of the Spirit of God, of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. And when we look at them, we can, can you start to see who you are in some of those gifts? Can you see how God sees us in some of these gifts? You know, when we look at who we are, our character, our personality, the promises that God has made, there's also another identity. And that is our spiritual identity. See, our spiritual identity comes from the, the spiritual gifts that God gives us. And these are, these are demonstrated in our lives when God chooses to supernaturally use ourselves outside of our own personality. He actually takes you further than what your personality and your character, your preferences all have and takes you and do, does something else with you. Because... Your spiritual identity is a gift from God. Let's define it a little bit more. Spiritual gifts, uh, the skills and abilities given by God, the Holy Spirit, to followers of Jesus Christ for the purpose of ministry. This is a really important understanding of the spiritual gifts. They are skills and ability given by the Holy Spirit 
to people who believe for the purpose of ministry. See, ministry for for us as Christians isn't just helping people. It's not just doing good things. They're, They're all important. Ministry is serving others for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of Jesus Christ, for the sake of increasing the kingdom of God on this earth. Ministry is serving others in ways that reflect God's character and advances God's purpose. Ministry is more than what happens here at church on Sunday and during the week. Ministry is happens in the church and it happens out in the world. See, spiritual gifted, giftedness describes our uniqueness of a person's design as a minister in the body of Christ. Spiritual giftedness describes us in our unique individual way that God has provided for us for the ministry of the body of Christ so that we may be equipped to serve and minister within the body of Christ so that the good news of Christ can be spread through all of the world. So I want to unpack this for you. Spiritual gifts. The first thing that I want you to understand uh, and what the Bible tells us and in each of those passages that I read for you, everyone has a spiritual gift who is a believer, who, who has let the Holy Spirit into their lives. Everyone. Listen to it again. Roman, and I want to just extend the Romans reading just a little bit beforehand so you can get the understanding there. Right? Romans 12 verses 4 to the first part of 6. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing things well. Hear that? Each of us. God has given each of us. That's important for us. In 1 Corinthians 12, 7, it says, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Notice the word, that the important point here is that each of us as believers have been given the spiritual gifts. This is key for us, each of us. It's not some of us have been given the spiritual gifts. The Bible says each of us. God's gifting, God's spiritual identity for you. It's not the super spiritual. It's not the ones that pray morning and night and, and, and seek to it. It's not the ones that raise their hands in worship. You know, it's not the ones, and you fill in the blank. What I want you to understand is everyone has a spiritual gift. God has given each of us a spiritual gift, and maybe even more than one. It's our spiritual identity. The thing is, and I think this is it, some of us don't want to accept it. Some of us don't want to hear it. Some of us are ignoring what is our spiritual gift, and we are cutting off a part of our identity of who we are. We need to let God speak into our lives. And that's why I wanted the, the breadth of, of the readings to come forward, not just to focus on one or another and not just to kind of hone in on any particular spiritual gift. And I know there are some people that will hone in and say, one is better than the other, it's not. Just as the Romans reading says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, each of the spiritual gifts of God 
have a special function. They are there to create the whole body. See, spiritual gifts are distributed by God, the Holy Spirit, as God pleases. And I think this is actually an important understanding for us. Because so often, you know, and I, I don't know about you, but sometimes you think, only if I had. Have you ever thought of that? You know, only if I had the gift of, you know, teaching, and you know, then I could be a great biblical teacher. Only if I had the gift of, of prophesying, then I could prophesy. You know, only if I had the gift of tongues or the interpretation, you know, you have all of those gift of giving, you know. And we go, oh, I want this. But who is the one that distributes the gifts? Who gives you your spiritual identity? Well, let's just jump back into Scripture again so we can understand it. Who is it? 1 Corinthians 12, 4 and 7 says this. There are many different kinds of spiritual gifts, but it is the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are many different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each one of us so we can help each other. Notice that? It's the one God. It's God who gives the spiritual gifts. God is sovereign over the distribution of these spiritual gifts. God distributes his gifts according to God's plan, according to God's purpose, according to God's wisdom, according to God's love. And see, that is the critical point according to God's love. We need to kind of understand this because you could actually be thinking right now, well, if God gives the spiritual gifts, then aren't I just a tool, a means to an end for for God's kingdom? Aren't I just like a hammer and somebody else is a screwdriver because God's giving the spiritual gifts, giving us our spiritual identity? Let me, Because it's through God's love, love of you, because you understand through all of this series, we've been honing on the fact that you are wonderfully and beautifully and specially made. You are unique and wonderful in God's eye. And God has given you your unique, special spiritual gift. Because we are not just tools. We are not just a means to an end. But we are loved by God. And he intends us to use the gifts of the Spirit for the ministry he is giving us. He selects them for us and he assigns them to us and develops them in us in love with the intention of blessing us and those around us when we use those gifts. The thing is, we can work on our spiritual gifts. You know, the Apostle Paul, his his spiritual gift of being uh, an apostle, of leading and evangelising and establishing new churches. He actually said it was hard work. He had to put time and energy and effort and prayer and and blood and sweat and tears and imprisonment and, and being able to speak better than he was able to speak before. He had to put in time and energy to develop that spiritual gift that he'd been given. It wasn't, bam, done, and that's it. He worked on it. See, some of us might be blessed with a spiritual gift that comes naturally to us. But other ones of us 
have to work hard for what God is giving us. And we really have to rely upon the Holy Spirit to really manifest the gift in our lives. <coughs> and like all things, we can actually misuse our spiritual gift or we can ignore our spiritual gift. And each time we do that, we break God's heart. Because God has created our spiritual identity in the gift he has given you. See, the purpose that God has for distributing these spiritual gifts amongst us, the purpose is ministry. It's not edification of ourselves. It's not to make us look good. Ministry is serving those for the sake of the gospel. And the gifts of the Spirit are given for ministry, for serving others for the sake of the gospel. So that people may come to believe, so that people may deepen their understanding and love of God, so that they may become fully devoted disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in Romans, Romans chapter 12, there's a list of spiritual gifts. And I just want you to kind of have a look at them. Here's the list. They're, they're the, you know, we, we kind of break up the spiritual gifts. Um, and, and do you remember how I, I broke them up right at the beginning? The Corinthians were like the speaking gifts, the manifestation of the speaking gifts. In Ephesians, they were the functional um, church gifts. In Peter, they were how do we use the gifts, and in Romans, they were the ministry gifts, the gifts of ministry within, within the life of the church. So when we start to think, do I have? Has God blessed me? Has the Holy Spirit blessed me with the gift of prophecy? Has the Holy Spirit gifted me with the gift of serving, with teaching, with exhortation or encouragement? Now, the, the, the version that we're reading from the New Living Translation uses encouragement, but often it's translated as exhortation, which is a very strong way of, of trying to encourage you and convince you to go and do something for the sake of the gospel. It's, it's actually imperative and important right now. So it's not, you know, encouragement, I'd like to say, is gentle encouragement, pushing you along, trying to get you there. Exhortation is an urgent encouragement. You've got to go and do this. Maybe you have the gift of giving, and that may be of money, of time. Maybe you have the gift of leadership, being able to lead the church and other people into the new direction of God, the gift of mercy. See, each one of us have been given these spiritual gifts for the use of ministry within the church. I want you to search and seek to try and understand what God may have given you, Spiritual gifts are just not there to make you look good. Spiritual gifts aren't there just to make you look at, you know, hang on, I've, I've got the gifts of tongue and I, want, I just want to, you know, come out and speak tongues. But if we do it in the, a place of worship like this, it needs interpretation. It needs explaining. See, 1 Peter 4 really gives us an understanding of how we use our spiritual gifts. 
And it says, God has given each of you, each of you, a gift from the great variety. And, you know, when we read this, we can actually see that there is a bigger variety than just one list or another list. It actually speaks even to deeper than that, you know, because the Spirit of God was across of all creation from the very beginning. The Spirit of God has been there in all time. And, and in the Old Testament, we see artists and craftspeople being put in with the, the gifts of the Spirit. So there's a great variety of spiritual gifts. The songwriters, the ones who write and play music, have the spiritual gift of worship. We are to use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself was speaking through you. Let God speak through you. It's not just to hold it back. It's actually to use those gifts. See, I'm wanting to encourage you right now. Matter of fact, I want to use exhortation right now to encourage you to let the gifts of the Spirit be manifest in your life right now, to come out and empower so that you may be used by God in this ministry, that great ministry we have. See, there's the spiritual gifts, there's a great variety of them. And God has a need for each and every one of them. The mixture together, you know how I said that you, there might be even more than one spiritual gift within one person and working with that? And it's that combination, it's that use of your personality, your character, who you are with your spiritual identity, the spiritual gift that God has given you, or the gifts that God has given you that creates who you are, the unique who you are, that you can relate to people, that God can use you through love and purpose, that you may be filled with the Holy Spirit to bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. See, I want to pray with you in just a moment. I just want to pray with you and ask for the Spirit of God to be upon your lives and the Spirit of God to give you the spiritual gifts, made them known. Because God has given you a spiritual identity. You find it in the gifts of the Spirit. If you are in Christ, if you have accepted Jesus Christ into your life, if you have trusted God for your salvation, then the Holy Spirit is gifting you for the ministry of God in this world. You are a part of God's plan of redemption. You're not a spectator. You're not a bystander. You are more than that because you are needed. Your spiritual identity is not insignificant. It is the power of the Holy Spirit moving through you because you are special and you are important. So as we ask the question, as we have been doing all through the series, who am I? What is my identity? We know that we are made in the image of God. We know that we are unique, that we are beautiful, that we are wonderfully made, and that we know that we have been given a spiritual identity by God himself through the Holy Spirit. So let us just pray. Let us pray right now. A gracious, loving God.
May the power of the Holy Spirit flow here today. May the power of the Holy Spirit flow through us as believers. May we know the gift of the Spirit and what manifestation that is made in our lives. Lord, if we have been given the gift of prophecy, let us use it. If we have been given the gift of service, let us serve. If been given the gift of teaching, let us teach in excellence. O Lord, all of these gifts that we have before us, all the gifts that you have given us, may, Lord, we accept them. May we understand them. May we use them for your service in this world. O Holy Spirit, be upon us now. May you guide us, may you lead us. May you grant us your gift. We pray this in your holy name. Amen.